Now, we know that the Prime Minister launched Operation Bushfire Assist. 3,000 Defence Force reservists called up and deployed to help with the bushfire recovery. It's been five days and we've seen images of Defence Force personnel on the ground going into bushfire-affected communities. But, of course, there's a long way to go and, and tomorrow's tipped to be another harsh day for, fire, for firefighters and, and for those on the fire ground. We thought we'd chat a little bit to just find out how the ADF is achieving those goals that they're out there, things like providing supplies and evacuation assistance and opening roads, assisting fire services with preparation of fire breaks. We just thought we'd touch base with the Army and find out how they're going. Major General Jake Elwood is the ADF National Support Coordinator for Operation Bushfire Assist, and we're very happy to say that he joins us on the line. Major General, thank you so much for your time. No problem at all. My pleasure. So it's almost a week old, Operation Bushfire Assist. What's happening on the ground? How much have we achieved? Look, I think we've achieved a great deal uh, along with the emergency services and uh, the volunteers who I've got to say are just doing sterling work uh, out in the field. You just uh, you see them give and give and give and it's wonderful to see the ADF able to support them. Tell us a little bit about who's on the ground and particularly the reservists because I guess the unique aspect of that, a lot of them are former full-time soldiers and, and you know ADF members, but a lot of them are also engineers, doctors, veterinarians. They're highly skilled, aren't they? They are. Look, we've got within the task force, and, and of course we've separated, we've uh, segmented the task force into three areas, uh, New South Wales, Victoria, in South Australia and within that we have um, maritime elements so we have ships, we have aircraft and then we have uh, we have soldiers uh, out on the ground. Those soldiers are both full and part-time and we have a whole range of skill sets available. We have uh, medics, uh, we have logisticians, uh, we have engineers who I've got to say are doing wonderful work uh, in in supporting the emergency management services uh, in what they're doing, um, and uh, yeah, you're right. We have some uh, some niche specialists as well. We have a vet um, who's working uh, down at uh, down at Kangaroo Island uh, because obviously there's there's a lot of uh, issues uh, in that area in terms of uh, in terms of animals and livestock. So um, no, we have uh, just wonderful wonderful people who are highly skilled and absolutely dedicated i've had the uh, ability to go out to a whole bunch of areas and today in fact i was out at uh, out at malakuta and uh to see uh in fact there was a young soldier there a reserve soldier who is actually from malakuta and uh she was working on a uh, on a refueling vehicle and uh she was very happy uh to be to be working uh in her in in her own hometown, and her father, in fact, is in in the CFS. So, um, yeah, just amazing, amazing work. What service from one family? How many reservists do we have out in the field? I know three thousand were called up, but how many have you been able to mobilise? So we were at twelve hundred yesterday, and we're now at sixteen hundred uh, today. So the number continues to grow, and um, we just—that uh, is, I think, the the wonderful thing about uh, about the Australian community is uh, when there's a crisis, uh, everyone wants to, uh, wants to help. 
tell us about the reserve and basically how people can get involved if they want to and, and I guess what your powers are when you're calling up people. I just know a lot of people saw the, the big ads that you'd put in the paper uh, basically when the decision was made to, to call the reservists in. And, yeah, a lot of people were surprised, I think, with how it worked. Yeah, so we discuss, I mean, we make sure that each individual is, uh, is contacted um, now, you know, what we're not doing is we're not uh, pulling people off out of the uh, out of the emergency services. If, if they're already contributing, then we're not going to take away from that contribution. And, and there will be individuals who have or have particularly complex circumstances. Again, uh, that is uh, that is also taken into account. And uh, but, you know, we're then still left with this with this large and very willing and very capable force of, uh, of dedicated people. Can I ask, Major General, I know that HMAS Chules has been heavily involved in Malakuta, the town you just mentioned before, and they've been ferrying people. I believe that the sea evacuation was completed last night. Tell me about HMAS Adelaide. Has that been called up to assist in, in New South Wales? And, and what is HMAS Adelaide doing at the moment? So the HMAS Adelaide was, uh, was, it was actually quite an amazing um, thing that they achieved. They they came from, they weren't online as a, as a ship ready to go. They suddenly, after Chules departed, crew came in and then uh, then embarked in short order to get on station because it was known that, uh, obviously, with the evacuation out of Malakuta, uh, there was a possibility that we were going to have to evacuate uh, personnel out of Eden and, uh, and the surrounding areas. Fortunately, that, uh, that didn't eventuate, but we needed that ship postured uh, in case it was required. Uh, now that that uh, immediate emergency has uh, has gone, we've actually now uh, disembarked uh, people and disembarked uh, vehicles from that ship um, that are now going into the uh, southeast coast and beyond to provide uh, provide support. Look, the other great thing about having Adelaide there is we've been finding that you have uh, obviously smoke uh, that sometimes inhibits aircraft landing. So that it actually gives us the option that if we can have a, a helicopter take off, it means that we can land it on the Adelaide and then place those personnel or that equipment uh, into one of their smaller landing crafts and put them ashore. So it provides a real versatility um, when, when weather uh, conditions are against us. Has the New South Wales government requested anything from HMAS Adelaide or is this um, defence going in on its own? Uh, look, we are in lockstep with the uh, with the emergency services and indeed the uh, the state uh, authorities, and uh, so we are making sure that everything that we're doing is is what is required. I was at the uh, I've been at uh, in Homebush at their um, command centre with the emergency management services. We have uh, the ADF there as well. This is the hub of where all decisions are taken. And, uh, and again, they are working side by side. I've said it before that if you took the uniform off the ADF member, to be honest, you wouldn't be able to tell the, uh, tell the difference. And, uh, and I have also been in, in personal contact, as has the regional uh, JTF commander with the, uh, with the emergency management uh, leadership and, uh, and also the state authorities. So we are in lockstep and, and I think uh, great things are being achieved. But again, I want to put a shout out uh, to the great work being done by our emergency management services and volunteers. Well, we thank you so very much for your service and all the men and women who are under you at the moment. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
That's Major General Jake Elwood there, the National Support Coordinator for Operation Bushfire Assist at the Australian Defence Force, and they really are doing a wonderful thing, and they have been involved since day one, and we saw before Christmas, I believe it was, the Defence Force put out a statement really outlining what they were doing because they were copying all this criticism, and so many people were saying defence should be called in, defence could be called in, and they already had been. We were seeing images of RFS volunteers being transported by huge military aeroplanes from day dot, from the moment this crisis started, so... Absolutely, they've been involved from day dot. And I think their real use is now in this recovery effort. And and whilst I say recovery effort, we're about to gear up for another horrendous day tomorrow. But in a lot of areas, this is when the Defence Force can be best used, not fighting the fires, but coming in afterwards and helping with the rebuild. They said 1,600 reservists already in the field. And I tell you what, that's a fast mobilisation in five days. And um, 1,600 already in the field and more heading out. But great to chat to the Major General there.